Hello and welcome to The Well Podcast. Find out more at facebook.com forward slash The Well Event. I'm going to take a Bible reading and the Bible reading is from 1 Timothy 1 and verse 15. So it's 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. And that's a short reading, so let me just read it again. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. Let's pray. Father, it's been good already. We've sang these carols, but they're carols that carry such meaning about Jesus. Can we at this moment tell you, Lord Jesus, we love you. We love you. Thank you for the privilege of being able to say it. We love you, Jesus. And just now for this short time as we're gathered at your word, And may it bless the ears and the hearts of the listener. In Jesus' name, amen. Why why did Jesus come into the world? The answer is simple. In the text that we have read, he came to save sinners. So what does that mean? The word save comes from a Greek word. Uh, The Greek word is sozo. So maybe some of you are already thinking of a, a cafe restaurant in White Abbey, which, you know, it's better than so-so, isn't it? It's pretty good. Uh, but here's another meaning for the word. Sozo in the New Testament Greek. It means to save, heal, preserve, and rescue. And then the word sinners, it comes from the Greek word hamartolos, meaning sinning sinful, depraved, or would you hear this even stronger, detestable. I needed saved from sinning. I needed rescued from my sinful nature. It had the potential to make me depraved and even detestable. And so I needed to be preserved from it. And even healed from any of its consequences. Praise God for Jesus. The verse that we've read does not point the finger at anyone else in condemnatory fashion. The statement where it's Paul who is the writer, he says, Of whom I am the foremost. Or or in, in the King James Version, he says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all accept, acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief, is how it is in the King James, or of whom I am foremost in the English Standard Version. It displays the awareness that the writer had, aware that he wasn't greater than others, Aware that he wasn't more special than others. He wasn't on an elevated platform because of his great conversion experience and the call of God upon him. 
In fact, he had an understanding, or it certainly felt to him, that he was the foremost, the chief of sinners. When it comes to our need of Jesus, we must recognize that it's me that I give an account for. It's not a competition to obtain righteousness by assessing ourselves against the lifestyles of others. And you can do that and look around you and think, well, I'm not as bad as him, I'm not as bad as her. You listen to the news articles and you can see the evil and depravity of the world and recognize I'm maybe not as bad as that. But actually, what is required is a simple matter of holding your hands up and saying, I am guilty. As guilty as the next person. But praise God, that's the very thing that qualifies me for mercy and grace from Jesus. That's who he came for. Jesus came for sinners. He came for me. He came for you. Why does it matter? It matters because this can be depended on and even lived on. Do you hear how Paul phrased it? The saying is trustworthy or this is a faithful saying. In the Bible, there's different things that are recommended, commended or condoned. Um, One of the things that the Bible recommends is fasting. Bear with me because I know we've had our Christmas dinner at the well and we're coming up to more um, eating occasions, but bear with me. Fasting. You maybe don't want to hear this right now. Times when we should go without in order to quench the desire of the flesh and to quicken us to the spirit and is moving. Consider Jesus in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights um, fasting in preparation in order that the spirit would be quickened for what was ahead of him in the great temptation in the wilderness. So thanks for bearing with me. Here's maybe what you want to hear. The Bible also condones seasons of feasting. There's times when we should celebrate and enjoy a bounty of God's goodness towards us. So think about Jesus at the wedding feast. You know that where that first recorded miracle where he turned the water into wine. Um, Jesus at the Feast of Tabernacles. Jesus at the Feast of Passover. Feasting is also something that is in the Bible. And for us, Christmas is a season of feasting. Broth, melon, turkey, ham, stuffing, sprouts, carrots, roasties, mash, gravy, pavlova, chocolate, crisps, tea, coffee, shortbread, Anybody hungry yet? Well, keep going. We're going to be with friends. We're going to be with family. We're going to play games. We're going to chat. We're going to tell jokes. We'll maybe watch a Christmas movie. Elf is my number one Christmas movie. We're going to have fun together with people that we love and people that at least we think love us. But not everyone. For some people... Christmas turns into a huge magnifying glass of the harsh reality of the circumstance that they find themselves to be in. The apparent joy in everyone else can somehow amplify the pain, the hurt, the worry, or even the anxiety that grips them at this time. 
So there needs to be something deeper to be rooted in. Even those who are loving the party have to come to grips with the fact that the party is going to end. And some of you maybe only have one day off for Christmas. Maybe even some of you are working Christmas Day. The party will end. (laughs) There needs to be a greater source of strength and security for all of us. Whether we are loving the celebration or longing for it to disappear. This is a faithful saying. This is a trustworthy saying. This is something solid. Get this and you will have a solid foundation. Something to be rooted in. Something to be grounded in. That will give you strength and security. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. This is dependable. This is a truth that can wrap its arms around you so tightly that it will carry you into and for eternity. Jesus came into the world to save me. Repeat it over and over to yourself until you believe it. Jesus came into the world to save me. Jesus came for me. Jesus came for me. Keep saying it until it impacts your soul and stays there. Jesus came for me. Say it until you realize the magnitude of his love for you. Jesus came for me. He loves you. He came into this world for you. Say it until you fully accept it. The saying it's trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world for me. Thank you, Jesus. 